Power Circle, a virtual women's group where the focus is leveling up your life. My name is Angela Christian, and I'm your host. I help you navigate a new path in your life while I do the same. Whether it's mindfulness, manifestation, mental fitness, women's health, or business tips, I'm your girl. After a decade in corporate finance, I'm finally pursuing a career I love. As I learn how to do this, I'll share every step of the way. Not only that, but I'll teach you how to become more present, how to listen to your higher self, and how to listen to your body. My guests and I will talk about spiritual and personal development, relationships, trauma, and how to find your purpose. Stick with me and let's grow together. This is Her Circle. Well, ladies, I'm super excited to announce my guests today. I have Cassie Mather Reed here with me. She is a holistic life coach um, who helps women thrive and connect the dots when it comes to their body, mind, and spirit. So Cassie, thank you so much for being here with me. And I would love if you could just give us a little bit about your background. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my background's very different to what I do now. I had worked in corporate IT for almost 20 years up until a few years ago when this journey to self-development and transformation really struck for me. Um, So previously I worked as a bid manager for a large IT company and um, the pressure was huge Um, and it just couldn't continue really so hence the change for me. Yes I can completely understand as um I think I had shared with you on one of our calls that I have been in corporate finance for over a decade and I had just had enough. So um, I would love to know a little bit about how you knew it was time to leave the corporate world and what made you finally leave. Um, I think for me, um, it wasn't one of those big light bulb moments, I don't think. It was actually a process. Um, And I think that's true for quite a lot of people, actually, that it's a bit of a process So I had my children in 2011 and returned after maternity um, to work in 2012. And that really was the first year or so at work was fine, actually being back at work, even though it had been quite difficult to return to work. My mum had been diagnosed with cancer in 2012 and um, my dad had an accident whilst my mum was recovering from her cancer surgery. So it was all very, very much up in the air. Everything seemed to be going on. There never seemed to be a month where something wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also moved house in that time. And so it really made me just function, actually, without realising what was going on in my life. And I was very much... I think just in fight or flight constantly, just constantly reacting to situations without actually knowing what was going on for me or really honestly feeling anything. And then a few years later, um, work became quite a difficult environment to be in, um, not returning completely full time to my hours, working away from my home base often really amounted so much pressure on me and it really started me questioning if this was the life for me. I didn't have the same opportunities once I'd returned after maternity leave and it just seemed such an aggressive environment, really patriarchal, male-dominated. And I was very fortunate in that I had some wonderful male leaders who really understood me trying to strike a balance and they were very supportive. But I didn't find most people in the work environment were and it just 
progressively made my mental health deteriorate. Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself in my physical health, in my physical, um, you know, sort of well-being, really, the picture that I gave out to the world. But it was never really truly me. And the cracks very soon started to show. And Mm. my relationships were suffering with my husband, with my friends, with my close family. I didn't seem able to maintain relationships particularly well anymore because I didn't really have a great relationship with myself. Mm. Um, So those were all huge learning curves really for me. And um, one day I stepped on a yoga mat after realising that I needed something else other than the sort of aggressive type exercise that I was used to. I needed something else and I went to a yoga class I mean, and it was a difficult yoga class. If anybody knows anything about yoga, it was an Ashtanga class. So it was very much still very fiery. But actually the space that it gave me in my mind and the way that I walked out of that yoga class feeling probably was my moment to think, oh, hold on a minute. I can do things slightly differently for myself here. Mm. Um, so that was really my, my path to kind of leaving. I continued with my yoga practice and then trained as a yoga teacher and um, from then ended up taking a package actually to leave my corporate world behind. Oh, wow. Wow, that's, yeah. So yoga was what opened your eyes to something different. Absolutely. And I tried it actually in numerous times in my life, like, oh, you know, yoga is a really good thing to do and just could not connect with it at any other time. And this time was obviously just really right for me. And it made such a difference. So I would encourage anybody with anything, actually, if they've tried it once before, don't just let that close the door on something. Because as you change and grow and evolve, so does your connection with something. So it's always worth revisiting just in case. Yeah, definitely. And so um, from there, who kind of helped you? Or who inspired you on the journey that you started with um, Reiki and healing? Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Um, I had quite a few people that inspired me, really. And they weren't necessarily huge names or huge well-known names, but they were people that were around me and that I was in a community with. So, you know, other local yoga teachers, my own yoga um, teacher who taught me to become to guide yoga was a huge inspiration for me and and so very understanding that's Emily Young there was lots of small people I would say not small people as in they're small but you know (laughs) lots of small moments with different people that inspired me along the way Mm -hmm. and having my own coach actually really opened a door to me and I was very grateful that I was given the opportunity to have some coaching with this lady and I then learned from her about the coaching academy that I trained with, and so which was Beautiful You Coaching Academy, which is based in the uh, in Australia, um, and is is sort of run by Julie Parker and her co-trainers, and they were a huge um, step in my journey. You know, just following them on social media and learning more about what they were talking about, and and how coaching could be very different to what I'd experienced before, because corporate coaching. As you probably know, Angela, is super, super different. The type of coaching that you're probably, you know, that you've experienced and that you're helping other people with now. Um, So it really opened my eyes. And then, 
you know, it opened me to sort of Brenny Brown and, oh my gosh, my brain has just gone uh, <laughs> completely blank. Mel Robbins and Gabriella mm. Bernstein and all of those people. And Fern Cotton, who actually is um, uh, from the UK and she's a television presenter and a, and a huge advocate for mental health and she's an author. And she was huge for me too because um, she kind of let me know it was okay not to be okay. Right. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's interesting when you look back and connect the dots as to how it helped you get to where you're at now, because, um, yeah, I had a similar, um, timeline where it was a lot of different people with different modalities and then it all just kind of came together. So, um, yeah, I think you, you, you take a step, don't you? And this is sort of has been my own experience. You take a a small step and you learn something you learn maybe a new skill or a new modality and then you learn something about your step yourself Mm -hmm. and then you're ready to take another step and then maybe learn another modality or something completely different maybe it's not something you're going to practice but it's something that's helped you connect with yourself on a deeper level so those those were they were baby steps for me like I said earlier it wasn't one huge moment that kind of broke me and allowed me to rebuild it was a number of things that that gradually ground me down I knew I had to change and on the way back up it was the same journey it was gradual steps that that took me to where I am now and actually what I've found since then is you know I do what I do so that somebody maybe doesn't have to wait as long as I did to get to where they need to be right yeah, that makes so much sense. And I, I would love to hear more about how you help women step into their power and help them um, with trauma. So I don't know if maybe you could share like some of your core teaching methods or just give us an idea of what type of process you follow just so that anyone listening can get an idea of how you work. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm particularly interested in how the internal energy systems are impacted by trauma. And trauma is a huge word, actually, that's that's spoken about a lot, and it means so many different things to so many people. People quite often just associate trauma with the huge events that happen, you know, that cause maybe PTSD. Um, you know, it could be you know, that you've been violated, that you've been in a really horrific situation, but actually trauma doesn't have to be that. Trauma can be something that you have experienced through somebody else. You know, you could have borne witness to a parent who really struggled maybe with anxiety or depression um, or, or addiction or something along those lines. It could be that at a very young age, you were uprooted and moved somewhere else and that created um, a change within you. And what happens when we experience trauma is it doesn't just change us from how we respond on a kind of a, a surface level, but it changes ourselves, you know, it impacts us on the inside out. And if we don't work on that impact that trauma has had and learn to understand a little bit about where our deep-rooted feelings really come from, then we continue to repeat them and continue in a lot of ways to sabotage ourselves, 
Um, you know, we can be deeply impacted with self-worth issues. Women especially, I find, because the conditioning we are given when we are young girls is, you know, to behave in it. And boys too, but, you know, I, I sort of specialise more with women, but we're taught to be seen and not heard. We're taught to respond in a particular way. We can't be too loud. Uh, we can't be too confident because then we're, you know, we're classed as not being a very nice person. You know, it's boasty and it's not good. So all of those things impact us actually in later life and we are unable to celebrate ourselves. We give ourselves too much to other people. We don't have any boundaries. We don't believe in ourselves. We struggle with confidence and courage and um, believe that we just have to get on with things because that's the way things are done. Um, so really understanding some of those things about yourself, just the way people have spoken to you, can create a traumatic response to you. It can upset the nervous system, which then creates a response in your body. So not only has it then impacted your cells, it's impacted the way that your body responds. And because your nervous system responds in that way, it then connects up with your brain and starts to tell stories for you to keep you safe. Um, which actually those stories often are just keeping you stuck. Mm, yes, that's so true. Wow. Um, and so what is your typical first step? Like, so if someone wanted to come work with you, what would you, do you have like a certain intake you do? Or like, do you meet with them weekly or monthly? Yeah. Um, what does that look like? So I have a huge form actually. <laughs> I say huge <laughs> as in, it's not huge as in the number of questions, but it's huge in, in the fact that it makes you dive a little bit deeper into what's been going on with you. So it asks some really, really powerful questions about what you may have experienced when you were younger and how you're feeling now and maybe a little bit about your own parentage you know your own lineage there um and that allows me to create a picture of you of what's going on for you right now and it allows me to connect into your internal energy systems the chakra systems to see at what ages you have had the most impact on where you are in your life now so that really starts to inform how I would then work with somebody um, because obviously we were looking at their emotional health their energetic health their physical health um, and those forms really inform me on how to start to work with you better and support you better mm-hmm. um, and those sessions for me aren't really prescriptive. Um, so I kind of say that I offer within a 12-week package six coaching sessions and six energy session sessions where obviously the coaching sessions, we would bring anything that you need to work through, any goals that we are working towards, because I'm very keen on as much as we understand what we've got to heal, we've also got to move forward. So I'm very keen on um, allowing that to be processed and allowing that passage through to achievement to wins rather than just focusing on the healing because we'll always have extra healing to do it doesn't have to all be at once and we don't have to stay there so that's a really key attribute of my coaching um, and then we would have six energy sessions where I would work on the healing for you that is maybe keeping you stuck or making you feel particularly bad about yourself or um, 
could be really, really deep rooted around responsibilities and the way you take responsibility for others over the over yourself because that's how you've been conditioned. Um, so I would work on some of the healing on that separately. But also we would potentially be incorporating breath work, maybe some movement. You know, we want to be doing maybe some tapping, anything that supports the nervous system, that supports the connection between the body and the brain and the energy system so that we can move through anything because not only is the the brain keeping you stuck, but the body and its responses are keeping you stuck and your physical responses or your physical health can be impacted by that. Wow. Yeah, that's... That's so true. I love learning about the energy system. I just find it so fascinating. And it's just, it's so beautiful how it's all connected. And I feel like more people are finally understanding that, but it's its still so unknown to a lot of people as well. Absolutely. You know, and, and sim- very simply put, mm-hmm. if you were to walk into a room where there had maybe been a, a, an argument or some, you know, some huge disruption, Think about how you would feel in that room. Mm. Straight away, you're going to be impacted. You don't even need to to verbalize anything, but the energy within that room is going to impact you almost instantly. You're going to pick up on it. So everything is energy. And the same on another way, you know, on the other wave, if there's like a huge celebration or everybody's happy the minute you walk in, you know, you're probably naturally going to smile without even realizing it because you are feeding off the energy within the room. So everybody is really capable of tapping into that. We all have it. Sometimes we've been taught to suppress it, but we all have that, that energetic connection available to us. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. How you can walk in a room and just feel that energy or, or feel the energy of someone else too. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, it's a really simple way of understanding energy work. I think that, you know, that if you just, it's how you feel in somebody else's presence or somebody's company. It's the things that you instinctively know without anybody telling you. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you're, you're right. We all have that. And it's just been like hidden, um, pushed down inside of us, but it's such like an ancient gift that we all have. So yeah, that's that's really well said. I've never heard it um, put like that before. So thank you. You're welcome. And um, how do how do women, or I think you said you you work with men sometimes, but how do your clients um, typically find you? And I'd love for you to share how um, if someone is listening that really resonates with what you're saying, how they can find you and what to do. Um, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So actually, most of my clients have come to me either through word of mouth Mm -hmm. and through somebody else that I've worked with um, or that have had a knowing of me already um, and reached out to work with me. I have had um, so Instagram is my social media of choice. So most of my information and any sort of quality posts anything that I can offer you tends to go into Instagram which is uh, Cassie underscore mother underscore read um, and also you know you can connect with me through my website www.cassiemotherread.com mm-hmm. um, but yeah most people have found me because of other people actually somebody's worked with me and recommended me or um, 
they have had a knowing of me already, um, be it through social media or through things that we've attended together. Um, nice. Workshops that I've maybe been to or circles that I've facilitated that they've been along to and uh, reached out because of that. Nice. And if someone's just starting out, um, is there a book or a video or anything um, that you would recommend just so they could get a little bit familiar about um, this line of work? Or was there something that was like very inspiring to you um, when you were just starting out? So for me, when I was very, when I very first started out, and it's not actually something that I particularly practice now, but it, it gave me a foundation of understanding myself was the, the Big Leap by Hal Elrod. And that was, mm-hmm. um, it was absolutely wonderful. Sorry, Gay Hendrick. Yeah, The Big Leap by Gay Hendrick. It was um, about taking yourself to the next level and removing those obstacles to success. And success could be anything, you know, it could be that um, successful one people might be, one person might be that they are able to implement some sort of routine for themselves. Um, Somebody else's success might be a change of career. It might be, um, you know, a successful relationship, what they deem as a successful relationship. So that was a really great one for me. You know, it's understanding your your zone of genius and your upper upper limits that you work towards and um yeah it was a great first start for me and I do still come back to it um often um and with regards videos I think Brené Brown's call to courage was was a bit of a game changer for me actually it was just absolutely incredible and um it really made me understand that I wasn't on my own actually and that there's a lot of people that think in the same way that I did and um, that it's okay. Uh, it was, you know, it was really interesting actually to listen to that and it did uh, change quite a lot for me. And there's um, another chap called um, Gabor Mate and mm. he has the wisdom of trauma, which is just incredible you know and he is who I did my own trauma training with for yoga and working with the bodies somebody that is mentored by him so it was really important um to understand more about trauma for me yes wow those are great recommendations thank you and I will link those in the show notes for anyone that's listening so that you can check them out amazing Yes. And um, so thank you. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we hop off? What would I like to share? I would like to share that, you know, having the courage actually to make the first step is often the most difficult. And just start your journey with one step. It doesn't have to be that you are looking to leave your job like I did. It can be just that you need to make some changes and you need to understand a little bit more about you because you don't really know who you are anymore. So just one step is all it takes. Yes, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. I really appreciate it. And I know all of my listeners are going to be going to your Instagram and immediately checking you out. So, um, Thank you so much, Kathy, or Cassie. Sorry, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I've loved talking to you today.
Well, ladies, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for being a part of my circle. Check out the show notes for all the links I mentioned and some surprise ones. Please make sure to subscribe. And if you're feeling generous, leave a review, especially if I was able to help you out in some way. That helps me get into the ears of more women like us who are ready to level up their lives. Join me for Wellness Wednesday on Instagram at Angela Marie Christian. I'll share mindfulness techniques for you to do at home, at the office, or on the go. Until next time, my friends, stay safe.